Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. and gentlemen i am your host blake ruffino this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that we are as well got some dirt on the cap you can't live out in the country you can't live out in the 985 if you don't have a little dirt on your cap gotta wipe it off gotta brush off the haters (laughs) big show in store for you tonight hashtag ruffino's rants we will get into it about some things uh, maybe maybe a little less than others. Maybe not as big of a of a Rufino's rants today uh, as we normally do. LSU basketball post game. LSU just demolishes uh, Northwestern State as they continue to stay undefeated. Uh, and Will Wade's squad is absolutely fantastic, but they will be getting some challenges come uh, SEC play and SEC time. So we'll continue to talk about. LSU basketballs, that's been a very, very fun one. Memphis Spence joins us tonight. Uh, I think he'll be joining us maybe in about 15 or 20, 25 minutes. We'll be Memphis Spence. Early signing day, so we're going to talk a lot about early signing day. Uh, what do we expect? What do I expect? Um, some guys that we're going to be keeping our eyes on. Um, hashtag Ask Blake that we do every Tuesday and Thursday in staff updates as we have just learned. Um that Brad White, the defensive coordinator for Kentucky, is out. I will confirm some stories, and we talked about him a lot yesterday. We will confirm a story uh, here tonight for everyone that was wondering. But before we get started, guys, everybody do me a favor by hitting the like and share. If you're on Facebook, there's a lot of you already in there. Hit that like button. Hit the share. Share it to some Facebook groups. We greatly appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us. There, if you're listening to us on YouTube, don't forget to get uh, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Our YouTube channel is growing by leaps and bounds, and for that, we're very, very appreciative. Also, if you're listening to us on the audio podcast version, don't forget to subscribe there as well. If you're following us on Periscope Twitter, hit the follow and retweet button. 
Uh, William Hanno says, 985 is in the building, Big Frank Town in the Heezy. You heard me. Y'all don't know about the New Orleans. What y'all know about that? Pooh Bear, uh, ask a question. We'll get into we'll get into these questions. We'll get into these questions. Let's get to a couple more in here, and we'll pay some bills. Memphis Spence joining us in about 15, 20 Memphis. Memphis, is that cool with you? About 15, 20? All right, Memphis will be joining us. We just got a lot to get into uh, here to break. Um, Richie Evans says, are we are live? No DC, question mark. Yes, we do not have a DC yet. We will talk on that. Uh, Jacob Cole says, bring me Keaton Slovis, Gabriel, or Bo Nix. Yeah, if Keaton Slovis is out there, you go get him. We actually might ask uh, Memphis Spence what he thinks about the portal and who might be a good fit for LSU. Nathan says, who is all committee tomorrow? We have LSU in the running for LSU Tiger. Uh, we'll, we'll get into all that. We'll get into all that first. All right, so let's do this. Big show in store for you. Let's pay some bills around this thing, and then we'll get started no better than our good friends over at GM Varno & Sons and BetOnline.ag. Guys, with 64 years of experience, nobody's better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales, no job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or tell them your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino, over at AYS. Since you own by it, our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, I've been telling you for such a long time now about betonline.ag. We got NFL this weekend. We got some bowl games that are coming up. You need to place all of those bets at betonline.ag. Whip out your mobile device at the end of the show. Use the Believe 50 AYS podcast tab. That way that they know that your good friend, Blake Rafino at AYS, sent you on by. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. <laughs> uh, Pooh Bear says, keep Durante Jones and this staff. Pooh Bear, I think that this is the one thing that we're going to – I don't want to say disagree with because I don't mind keeping Durante Jones. So, let, let, let's take everything of what's going on. So, we are going to confirm some things because we were talking about last night Brad White, the defensive coordinator at Kentucky. We spent, hell, 20 minutes talking about Brad White last night on this show. I will tell you and confirmed at this point that Brad White was in Louisiana in Baton Rouge yesterday. Now – what everybody associates with this coaching search and coaching hire is, oh, my God, Blake, we struck out. Oh, my God, we struck out like our name is Alex Rodriguez in the playoffs. Oh, my God, Blake, we struck out like you trying to hit on a, an absolute dime piece. We struck out, Blake. Sometimes... In coaching searches, things aren't good fits. Sometimes a man from Massachusetts makes an ultimate decision that Kentucky might be a little too far, or it's the farthest south that he's coming. Maybe he doesn't want to come to Louisiana. Or maybe, just maybe, Brian Kelly doesn't rush to a decision about making a defensive coordinator higher like Ed Orsron does.
I know that a lot of us are, in, are, 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 are wanting to be patient and think um, that we need this now. But I would much rather, personally, as we've seen historically, of us not having a guy in place and him being the right guy at early signing day than signing and rushing to hire somebody before the early signing day, hashtag Jake Peets, how did that work out for you? Oh, that's right. He sucked. On the day that DJ Mangus was fired, the passing game coordinator, hashtag sucked. I think we need to take a step back. Now, to Pooh Bear's point here. To Pooh Bear's point. I do come to a... Um, a point where I ask the question, and I do just ask, I do just ask the simple fact of what's going on. Do you want to keep Durante Jones? Because, guys, Durante Jones is not a stretch of keeping on the staff. So, last night I did tell you that LSU was ranked 91st in total defense, and they were. They were ranked 7th. After Alab from Alabama on, so I do think Durante Jones did do some good things. And look, if if it's him, if I'm perfectly okay with it, but I also want to give Brad Kelly the time and the and the chance to make these hires for himself. So we do know Brad White was in Baton Rouge yesterday, and why we were talking about him so much. And I told, look, I told you Friday night on Twitter spaces. I told you Sunday night that they're looking for an SEC coordinator. And then I, we know for a fact that he was in Louisiana Monday and he was in Baton Rouge, per sources. So, we'll see. Uh, Bundy says, you're reaching. What am I reaching on, Bundy? Um, I w- just tell me what I'm reaching on. What am, I mean, come on. Uh, Lamar Williams says, well, Blake, you did get your dime piece, so LSU has to uh, have a chance to get your dime piece. My dime piece is right here. She's a dime. That's top of the line. Slim waist, cute face with a big behind. Don't tell her I said that, please. Please, God, don't tell her I said that. But I did. But you know what I did do, though, to, to talk about this point? I had patience. Because the woman of your dreams doesn't just poof out of thin air. Actually, mine did. I got really lucky. I was, you know, she looked, she take, took one good look at me and she was like, God damn, son. Look at that boy right there. Actually, it's the opposite. Just letting you know. Uh, Jeff Jones says, we can't even take Kentucky's DC. This is laughable. Guys, why are we all already associating that LSU got got told no. What if Brian Kelly didn't want him? Now, we're going to find out more as this continues to go on, but you bring a guy in for an interview, and let's see what happens. And let's see what happened. I'm not stretching over it right now. Uh, Charles Reese from the Primetime Podcast says, LSU will sign 12 tomorrow. Heard it here first. Well, let's so let's go down that list. We do have early signing day tomorrow, and so let's go down that list. Let's go at who they have right now committed and who will actually be signing. 
uh, tomorrow. LSU is currently 38th in that in the national rankings after uh, the Rhyme Kid, the corner from Georgia, decommitted and said he's going to Auburn, which Auburn's starting to pick up a lot of good recruits. They got Austin Osbury from Louisiana yesterday and uh, the Rhyme Kid, the cornerback. But you do have Will Campbell, Walker Howard, LaTerrence Welsh, Emory Jones, Demario Tolan, Mason Taylor, Tyge Hill, Bo Borderline, Fitzgerald West, and Nathan Dilbert. I still think that you're going to get some some guys in here from the state tomorrow that are some big splashes. You're going to more than likely get, uh, well, let me just say here, you're more than likely going to get a Quincy Wiggins, and that's huge. You're going to get a Landon Ibietta, who I don't think, who guys, just because he's a white wide receiver doesn't mean anything. Like, I'm, I'm so tired of every all these services and their stereotypes. You know, we, we, I'm not even going to go down that path, but what I will tell you is, what I will tell you is, is I saw that kid go up against a five-star in this state, a five-star in this state, and roast him like a Sandlot movie marshmallow. You're killing me, Smalls. I'm talking about roasted. Like a, like a, like a first marriage, like a first marriage baked ham. That son of a gun got roasted. A five-star. So don't come at me with this, oh, Ibietta, he's a three-star bullshit when you got Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Justin Jefferson, and it, you use that argument, oh, well, Justin Jefferson, Joe Burrow, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, they were all three-stars, and then on National Signing Day, you say, oh, my God, we're 38 in the rankings, and Ibietta is a three-star wide receiver. When I had my eyes on him roasting five-stars like marshmallows, Confirmed. 10 catches, 162 yards. That's what I call, in my personal opinion, roasted. Anyway. Can you get a Travante Citizen who will be signing in the later uh, signing period? So will Denver Harris, um, which is hit, which is big. Kendrick Law. Guys, you got a lot of pieces that you can get in here. Now, I do think... Look, I do think you're going to lose someone like Shaz Preston, but do you pick up somebody like Jacoby Matthews? Do you sign an, a, a guy from the portal? And see, here's what's going to be interesting for you older folk. You know, you older folk who hate the transfer portal. By golly, back in my day, we were committed to a school, and if you did, if you broke that commitment, you were a piece of shit. Well, my, my guy, I just want to tell you, you're on your third wife, you're on your third annulment, so let's not act like the 18-year-old kid that's transferring from college is any less as committed and loyal than you are. But you're going to have to go to the transfer portal, and you're going to have to get a lot of talented individuals. Miles Frazier, the FIU offensive lineman, the All-American, the freshman All-American, you got to do everything you can to get him. Now, you're not going to see that in the rankings. Now, I don't know if these services are going to do that. I don't know how they're going to rank that. Lane Kiffin had a rant today about the transfer portal and NIL and saying that, oh, well, it's like free agency. Well, you know, and here was going to be my rant tonight to counteract what Lane Kiffin talked about. Well, then, Big Daddy, why are you using it? Just because Ole Miss don't have the funds that LSU or Texas or A&M or Alabama or Florida does doesn't mean you got to complain about it. See, Lane Kiffin wouldn't be complaining about it. What he's really pouting about is the fact that he's losing a kid from his state more than likely because of NIL. 
So if LSU goes nine and three next year, we're just supposed to say, oh, and they get a lot of kids from the portal. What do you think, guys? Relax, relax. Woosa. One last thing on this little quick rant here. Everybody blames the kid for going in the transfer portal and making NIL deals, right? Everybody. He's not loyal. He's a he's scum of the earth. He An 18-year-old shouldn't be making money. Yada, 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 yada. Well, you know who legislated that, right? Congress. Mark Emmert. 65, 70-year-old men and women legislated that. You know who's using this to their benefit? The smart 18-year-old kid who can run really fast, throw the ball really hard, can, is 6'6", 275, and can run a 4'4 flat. Hashtag Montez Sweat. You see what I did there? Kind of rhyming like my name's Dr. Seuss. And he's taking advantage of it. So you want to bitch at somebody... You need to go to Congress. You need to go to your legislators. You need to go to Mark Emmert and not get on the kid who's 18 years old. And by the way, the man that legislated it could be his great, great, great grandpappy. Because he's older than Moses. His social security number is one. That's my rant. LSU is going to have to do exactly, exactly what you hate to win. And you're going to bitch about it. Just because an 18-year-old kid's making more money than you do and your poor-ass, stank-ass, low-ass 401K doesn't mean nothing. Anyway, Memphis Spence is probably sitting backstage saying, (laughs) this boy Blake dumb as hell, boy. God damn. This boy crazy. All right, we're going to get to him in about three minutes. We're going to get to him in about three minutes. He's the fan favorite, y'all. He's the only permanent guest because you love him so much. Uh, Dwayne Official on YouTube says, keep doing your thing, Blake. (laughs) I like when people do stuff like, keep doing your thing. Uh, Max says, Tyron, uh, Max on Facebook Live says, Tyron Matthew was a one-star. It was like a one-star. No, he was a three-star and then got moved to a five-star. Uh, Bebop says, Ibietta looks like a faster Jack Besh, and he's taller. Everybody said he's five nine and a half. Guys, I'm six three and a half, and I know that kid's six foot. I mean, bro, chill out, bro. The guy that led your team, the guy that led your team in touchdowns last year was committed to Vanderbilt in a three-star hood and led the state in receiving yards and touchdowns. Oh, oh, and by the way, the guys that do that for the recruiting rankings for rivals in 247, I have confirmed through sourcing that those individuals haven't even been on this state in over a year. They watch huddle film. Guys confirmed. Got it from them. But you want to sit here and act like my eyes are, are less better than theirs and they're not even on the field watching them. Anyway, Jason Morgan, since it's $9.99 via Super Chat, LSU fans are ridiculous, only like the portal when it benefits LSU, and they still find a reason to complain. Well, guys, I think that that's my point. You're going to be okay. I don't care that you sit 38th right now in a coaching change. By the way, your roster, 
although has a lot of talent, LSU's roster has a shitload of talent on it. We talked about this defensive line last night. Uh, uh, B.J. Ojolari, Mason Smith, Jaqueline Roy, Jacoby and Guillory, Savion Jones, uh, Bryce Langston. Those are really good pieces. You don't have depth. You're going to have probably 50 kids playing on your team for the bowl game against Kansas State, who, by the way, has a lot of depth and a lot of bodies. You're going, you're going, we're going to have to be patient with this one. I don't think, here's my personal opinion, and then we're getting to Memphis Spence. I don't think people fully understand the, the things that Ed Orsron left Brian Kelly. I don't think that you fully understand it yet. Now it's coming to the forefront. Now you don't have bodies. Now you're freaking out about recruiting. Gosh, you have 50 dudes that are going to be dressed on your roster, not all of them scholarship kids. And you want and you want to sit back and act like everything was okay under Orgeron. Guys, the roster was depleting. Where's that roster? I told you, and you can go look this up on the SEC database, LSU with scholarship and walk-on kids had 123 kids on that roster, and they're dressed in less than 55. You think I'm nuts. Those numbers are confirmed. All right, I lied. Last one. I'm, I'm making Memphis wait just because this is every time I've had to wait 17 minutes to go on a radio station. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, OC and DC. So stay tuned. We're gonna get to Memphis Spence. We're gonna get, we're gonna do that, and I will update you on what I'm hearing um, on the OC DC. So let's do this. Let's get to a very very quick break, and we're gonna bring Memphis Spence in here, the fan favorite, the man who said, and I'm quoting. He's gonna hate me for saying this because I'm, I'm he, he didn't say it. I was just gonna mess with him. Who said? Cincinnati's going to beat Alabama. Let's get to a commercial. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. He's going to kill me. He's going to kill me. He never said it. He never said it. <laughs> Lightboxjewelry.com. Say goodbye to all those dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the best and brightest gift of the year. Guys, it's Christmas time. You listening to Mariah Carey in the back or, or just sitting in your car? All I want for Christmas. It's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift that they'll never, that you'll never want to take off, that your wife will never want to take off, and it's priced at a very good place. $800 per garret is undeniably fantastic. Visit lightboxjewelry.com and add that sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com, lightboxjewelry.com, and our good friends over at the Richie Roche Lawnscaping Guys, Richie Roche came over to my house literally yesterday. He's going to be doing a lot of work on my yard. The most professional landscaping group that I've ever been around is Richie Roche at Roche's Lawn and Landscape, 225-937-7220. It's 225-937-7220. Tell him Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. All right, all right, all right, all right. I said, my man, pick Cincinnati over Alabama. I was joking. I was Memphis. I was just joking, just trying to get everybody's energy up. I had to take their minds off of something else. But nevertheless, what you doing to my name, Blake? What you doing to my name? <laughs> you know what I'm not. You know what I'm not doing it. You know what I'm not doing. I'm not acting like Birdman and putting some respect on it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> What's up, my friend? How are you? 
Good, man. You you said something earlier that, that I actually want to reemphasize. Uh, and I, I think people are going to get caught up with recruiting rankings. And I'm telling you, as somebody who provides information to these recruiting services, we ain't been in a lot of these places. All right. A lot of us have over COVID, over COVID, we had to start using uh, film. And film, everybody, everybody that's done this, and you know this, Blake, you know this, Blake, everybody that's done this knows that film's limited. There's Correct. only so much you can see on film. That's why we still get out to these games and do the actual recruiting and scouting rankings. Um, but I'm telling you right now, I know Rusty and them over at uh, 24-7, uh, they're, they, they, uh, they, uh, they're watching some film. And uh, there's very, very, very few. I'm connected with the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl, and I'll be out there at the Rose Bowl next next month. Okay. Um, but they they rely on on me for some information. Also, I'm telling them like, look, man, I've been watching some film, but I haven't been out as much as I have been just because of COVID. I'm not the only one. Everybody's like that. So you're gonna get some. You'll see some rankings this year that you may that that may be fuzzy. There's a lot of people out there guessing more so than actually laying eyes on somebody uh, in a practice and seeing things that you can't see uh, that they're because you film is only people film is the best performance mostly of athletes. It's when they're not when you're not if you watch a practice and you're in a practice and you're watching a kid, you get to see things that they don't want on film, but you get to put that down, you know, how they interact mm-hmm. with their teammates. What, how are they responding to their coaches? Things that actually matter when you're trying to actually, especially when you're trying to get to the NFL, uh, but definitely that matter also in, in, in the college ranks. So, I'm telling you, a lot of people, Blake, you're right. You're trying to, you're trying to steer them right. They're, the people are getting a, a little bit too upset about recruiting rankings. And if there's ever been a time where recruiting rankings are far off, it was probably about 12 years ago. And it's last year and this year because we haven't been all the places that we need to go because of COVID. And, and, Memphis, and I, I just want to reiterate that because some I know you tell people and some people are like, ah, you're blowing smoke. But I'm telling you as somebody who, who actually gets information <laughs> and sells it to them, puts eyes on these guys as we go broadcast games. That's he's he's telling you the truth, guys. He's telling you the truth. So so and that and that's my point, Memphis. And and look, the 2015 class, I think it was either 15 or 16. The mm-hmm. top 32 guys, none of them got drafted. Okay, none. And, and, and look, I I don't care that you missed. I don't care that you were wrong. What I care about is is everybody freaking out in the narrative that this three star kid who I laid my eyes on, like visibly laid my eyes on. Right. started roasting a five-star kid, and everybody's drooling over this kid. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking to myself, and if I'm a scout, and I know Brian Kelly's doing this because he offered the kid, and I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, what did I just watch? Because right. what I just watched was he wasn't quicker, he wasn't faster. Look, I'll be a little honest. He might have not even been a little stronger because when the tackling came to you – know, when they, when they met – that five star really didn't want that smoke, so I guess. And look, they do a good job. Let's not get it twisted, okay? Yeah, I, I'm not yeah. trying to say that people don't do a good job. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to say I've seen these kids in the state of Louisiana. I'm going to trust my eyes 
versus somebody that only watches the huddle film. Because I, right. I, th- I think Memphis, you didn't see the second and you didn't see the second and twelve where he he forgot to run block and he was disinterested, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you didn't see that. So to your point, my friend, I, I think it's going to be. I think LSU's gonna going to be okay. I do want to ask Got you me. this though. Uh, look, a lot of LSU not had great talent. I mean, that's even in down years, they've had great talent. I remember one kid, I I think it was like 2014. And people were talking about, I forgot the corner's name, but they were telling me, I I, I was telling everybody, I was like, no, he's like a high four, maybe a low five. And everybody was telling me, no, no, he's not. He's ranked too high. And I forgot his name. If I remember his name, I'll bring him up. But I think it was till 2014. I want to say 2014 or 2014 or 2015. Um, And there are a lot of misses. We miss. Everybody makes mistakes. No doubt. We miss. You know. No doubt. At the same time, a lot of coaches that are out there doing it, they bet on certain things. And Brian Kelly has a system. And he's going to recruit kids for that system. Because he knows that system's going to work. You know, it's plug and play. He knows that system's going to work. You don't say. <laughs> it's worked <laughs> everywhere else, right? You don't so, say. Huh. I mean. That's, that's a little interesting to me that the guy that has the most wins in college football as a head coach even more than Nick Saban has a process. Oh, my God. I never would have. Isn't that, isn't that wild that there's a process that the guy follows for recruiting and he doesn't just pick up the – the, the star guy that, that, that we say he is, but it was like, look, man, I got offense, you know, and, um, you know, whether or not I have my all my coaches in place, I still have an offense, and I'm going to make sure that the people that I'm recruiting fit my offense. Right. Well, Memphis, I do want to ask you, because there's been a lot of news this week about kids in the transfer portal, kids yeah. in the NIL deals. LSU yeah. was affected about it. Miles Brandon, Mac Johnson. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you're hearing, is let even to an LSU perspective, but just around the college football landscape, Keaton Slovis, any of these guys, is there anything specific you're hearing about kids in the transfer portal? And, and to even add on to that, Memphis, is there anything that you feel is going is wrong about this process? And I hate to put you on the spot, but it's such a hot topic. You know, like I feel like, and you might, and I know that you heard me earlier, but it's just kind of like, man, what what's going on here? But are you hearing anything about any of these quarterbacks in LSU possibly or or what you what you think? When I was thinking about LSU, I haven't really heard any fire around this guy. But I was thinking about LSU, I was thinking about Cameron Ward, and I was like, wouldn't it be interesting mm. if this kid that nobody else is is incarnate is, word oh. ends up at LSU and kind of shows off why he's ranked so high. Because a lot of people haven't seen him, haven't seen any film. But he has wheels. He doesn't have Lamar Jackson wheels, but he has wheels. He, and, 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 and sometimes you need a very mobile quarterback to fix holes in an offensive line. You got a lot of you got some seniors that are that are going on to the league and, 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 and graduating. Um, there's going to be some plug and play on the offensive line. And I'm sure Brian Kelly's trying to trying to plug some holes there uh, for next season. But you can a mobile quarterback sometimes sometimes he erases some of the sins of, of an offensive line mm-hmm. and being able to move somebody out of the pocket and them still be accurate. That's what Cameron Ward is. And that's why he's ranked as high as he is, even if you may have not seen any of his tape or anything like that, but it will be interesting 
if a guy uh, more of one of these unknown four star, uh, low four star, high five star on some charts, if he shows up at LSU and people are like, what? And then he steps on the field with Brian Kelly's scheme behind him. It it might be magic. It might be magic. They played but Southeastern. I they played I've heard oh, go specific ahead. quarterbacks linked to LSU. Mm-hmm. But when I was thinking about LSU, I was like, because Brian Kelly, he always finds a quarterback that isn't necessarily the mold of other, like, it wouldn't be a Nick Saban quarterback. He has a a specific type of quarterback that he's looking for. Uh, But when he finds that guy and he plugs him in, the system works. It's worked everywhere else. It'll work here as well. So, uh, Memphis, I, I ask you this, and I think that this is a good question by KC56. Look, there's been a lot out there about uh, Brian Kelly, the video, the family, you know, all that kind of stuff. I guess, what is your impression from just a national guy looking in? What's been your impression on him the le- the, the first 10 days on the job? Somebody else asked me this question, and – I kind of said it like this. Brian Kelly is doing everything he can to endear himself to the general public. One of the things that you don't want to happen, especially with a guy that's had as much success as Brian Kelly, is you don't want to come in and kind of big chest, you know, big, big shot it around certain areas. And I'd say BR is probably not one of those areas where, you know, you want to stick out your chest and start pounding it yet because LSU, you know, guys win championships around LSU. Mm-hmm. You can't, you, you you don't have that ring around your finger yet. You've accomplished enough and you could big chest it in a lot of different organizations. LSU is probably not one of those. So he's trying to endear himself. I, I, I was saying this the other day on my show and I was like, because somebody was making the point that, that Brian Kelly like had a fake accent. I was like, was that a fake accent or is that, that just, is he comfortable enough to actually be like that around, around folks? Does he have to stay buttoned up at, you know, uh, Notre Dame or is he just comfortable? You know, mm-hmm. I, that that's the question, you know, it, 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 my wife, you know, she's talks one way around me, all of y'all that has wives, but then when she gets on the phone for business, her voice goes up like this. Thank right? you. Thank you. Thank well, you. Why do people do it? Because people sometimes their business you know that when they're buttoned up, they have a different accent than when they're when they're chilling, when they're cool, when they're when they're laid back, like I am on this show, right? No so doubt. There's and you may be seeing that it was like because if his son hears him talk like that, then that's how he talks at home. He feels comfortable enough at LSU to talk like that at home. Then I mean, look, you're like, man, I'm around some folks now. I can chill. You know, I can I can chill. <laughs> I, it's not a you know, I don't have to stay buttoned up at the Catholic University. I could just, you know, I could lay back, chill, do my job, talk to these folks. You know, they know who I am. I don't have to play around. I don't have to button up. So that may be some of what you see. Right. Whereas, you know, he was buttoned up. He was business, you know, and he needed to be for that. But I saw a little, I'll say this. Back when he was at Cincinnati, he was a little, he was a little bit more laid back That's there right. also. When he got to Notre Dame, you know, you got to. You know, make sure you button your shirt up, put that tie on. You know, you got to – it's a different It's a different job. Right. Because you're representing <laughs> not only a school, you're actually representing a, a religion in a way. Right, right. You can't do some things that you just can't – you know, you just can't do uh, it, as the, the, the one of the 
I mean, outside, somebody said this to me about the, the Notre Dame head coaching position. Outside of the Pope, you know, one of the most visible places that you can be as a Catholic, that job. Right. So I'm like, look, man, I, I get it. I understand. But a lot of people, you know, they don't think that way. And they don't think that, you know, that, hey, man, he's he has to put on for, you know, the 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 religion, you know, and now he's he's a little comfortable. He, a little twang in his voice. He can get around, dance around, you know, he, <laughs> he can do whatever he wants to now because he's the head coach of LSU. And what he wants to do now is come down here and win a championship. It's like uh, it's crazy you say that because now it's like uh, it's hip, it's cool because of Marcus Freeman to be Catholic, you know, like which right. is kind of crazy. And, and look, right. But I, I'm like you. When I'm around my wife, I'm different than like when I'm around the boys or on here because somebody will be like, "Hey Blake, you want another beer?" And I'll be like, "Shit!" And then I'm around my <laughs> wife and she's like, "What'd you say?" I'm like, "I will take a water with a lemon, please." You know, like right, right, right. you know. Uh, Memphis, I do. There is, and I do want to talk to you about the playoffs. And I think this is a good question by Colby LSU Colby on YouTube says hashtag Ask Memphis. What is the point of the college football playoff when not all conference champions can get in? I do not understand some conferences. I do understand that some conferences are superior to others. But what are your thoughts in Memphis? I do somewhat kind of agree to that, and I kind of don't. I mean, there's no there's no way you keep Georgia out of the playoff, right? Like there's zero way that you keep them out, but. I guess, what are your thoughts on that? And Memphis, we're going to an, a Southeast college or national championship game. That kind of feels that way, right. right? Right. So here's what I'll say to this. The, it, all de- it all depends, honestly, on what you want out of a championship game. You know, I'm, I'm part of the FWAA, and uh, back in the day, we used to pick champions. We said, well, okay, we saw if, – if enough riders were looking at this team, okay, we – as a matter of fact, I think the FWAA and the AP in 2003, I think, picked uh, uh, USC. USC as a national championship instead of LSU, even though LSU won the BCS game. You play in a BCS championship game, you know, LSU's out here winning the BCS championship, yet the riders are over here picking – because there were a lot of – it was very – especially the FWAA, it was very heavy in the Pac-12 at that time. A lot of writers over there watching Pac-12 teams and saying, well, I can't, I can't see how, you know, uh, USC isn't the best team. They had some of the best talent. You know, we don't know about this BCS thing. It was kind of rather new. Tennessee had already won it one time, so we were like, I don't know if this is real. Uh, right. You know, the, the balls are winning champions. I don't know if this is a real thing. Um, but – you know, it was, it was a little bit of new of her process, the AP and the FWAA and, and the NFF and uh, the USA Today polls, the polls that traditionally for years had picked championships. They felt the power got pulled from them. And then we started this BCS thing. Well, in the BCS, the flaws were, you know, the computers were telling us who the best were. And for TV ratings and everything else, that got really crazy when ESPN started thinking about the real possibility that, you know, I mean, are we really going to, is Boise state going to be in this national? Cause they don't really have fans. What are we going to, how are we going to advertise around this? Right. So like, wait, 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 we can't do that. We need the eye test, right? We need the eye test. Mm-hmm. We need to open this thing back up to an invitational more so, uh, and pick the four teams because there's the, there's the, the fan side, the fan, the fans just want to see the best teams on the field. And I, and I feel that I like that too. On the business side, you want the biggest audiences 
you know, and, right. and the biggest audiences are also the best teams. Fantastic. Right. But if the biggest audience aren't the best teams, if you have like Boise state versus Wake forest, because the computers are telling you they're undefeated. Uh, who's watching that though? Mm-hmm. A lot of people say they will watch that, but as a broadcaster, I get those ratings. Y'all ain't watching that. Y'all ain't watching that during the regular season. Y'all ain't watching that in the playoffs. Y'all ain't watching the bowl games. Y'all ain't watching that that football. Let's be honest. People don't watch those games, and that's why broadcasters would rather not have those on. So if you start seeing, especially the college football playoff committee, if you start seeing some some janky stuff going on those last few weeks to kind of position teams into place, it's because, in all honesty, it's it's a business too. Right. So it, having four teams and keeping certain bad football off of television, because y'all don't want, I'm telling you, you don't watch those games anyway. Keeping bad football off television is a benefit to everybody. Nobody has to spend money broadcasting something that you're not watching. And even though the idea of a 12-team playoff, it 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 would make, it would make more sense because of the, the things that we like about, like, college basketball. In football, there's some people that are just going to get hurt, Right. No I mean, doubt. do we do we do we really need to watch Wake Forest play Alabama to tell us who's going to win? No. And Memphis, no, the winner of that Wake Forest, uh, the it would be the winner of Ole Miss versus Wake Forest. And we saw what happened with Alabama and Ole Miss. Like that that's right. been my that's been my opinion the whole time. Like we've already we seen it. We don't really need that game to let us know. I mean, it will be it will be fun to watch, but football's a different animal. You know, in basketball, you might sprain an ankle or something. Football, man, these concussions, people break, people break stuff all the time. You know, broken ribs. We don't want to put college athletes through that. So there's a, I understand. You know, being a be, being a, a team. My my alma mater is still in the American, still in the American. The Big Twelve didn't even take. Them. So you know, playing Penn State on national te- uh, television a few years ago in the Cotton Bowl, and we're like, man. If we had a defense, we might be able to win this because we put up more points on Penn State than Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Nebraska, Wisconsin. We put up more points on Penn State than anybody else in the Big Ten. If we had a defense, we might actually be able to win this game. But knowing that and knowing that talent's there and never having an opportunity or a chance to actually even sniff a playoff, sure, that's frustrating. I'm glad Cincinnati's getting a shot. They're going to get a shot. Everybody says they want Alabama until they see Alabama on their schedule. Teams like LSU, Arkansas, I play Alabama every year. Everybody's talking about wanting to play Alabama. Cincinnati's going to get Alabama. Right. We're going to see exactly what that game is and whether or not you all are going to watch that all the way through to the fourth quarter. Memphis, Memphis, Alabama goes up 21. Right. Alabama goes up 21 nothing. They're changing the channel. I mean, bottom line, the New Year's Eve, they're changing the channel. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to watch the game, but I got shit I got to do. I got beers I got to drink. Right. I Look, I got whiskey I got to drink. I got shit you I got to do. You got a wife. You might have some honeydews to, you know, get, you know, hey, honey, do this. Okay, I'm going to do that before I, you know, go enjoy myself. So, I, I, yeah. I hit the unrecord I, I hit the unrecord button so she doesn't see that last part about me doing honeydews. <laughs> Just going to let you know that. Memphis, I agree with you, and I think that I can make a point. I'm serious when I say this. I can make a point. I think Cincinnati versus LSU is a damn good uh, is a game. Like I think that's a game, right? I like, think that's a game. And, and so, and so to that point, that team's in the playoff. Yeah. Let me ask you this: Who do you think wins this game? 
LSU or Oregon. Oregon was complaining, you know, oh, man, we should be in the playoff because we beat Ohio State early in the season. I'm like, I don't know if you can beat LSU right now. I really I, don't. With Mac, I'd love to that game. With Max Johnson, with some guys that are coming back, I think it's I, – I do think Oregon wins, but I don't think they win more than by, by 17. I think it's a 10 to maybe 9.5, 10-point ball game. And, look, that shit's scary. I, yeah. I, I don't think yeah. LSU lo- – I'm going to be honest. I don't think LSU loses to Utah. The way that – the way that Oregon played a – the way that they played Cal kind of concerned me at the beginning of the season. Like, after they won against Ohio State, they played Cal, and I was like, wait a minute. Did I just get rused? Did, did, is this the same team that beat Ohio State? Because – you can't be playing Cal like this. And then they did everything. UCLA found a way to lose. The, it was like the race to the bottom in that game, UCLA versus Oregon. Oregon was just giving them the game. They were throwing picks in the end zone. I was like, what are you doing? And then UCLA just decides to, hey, you know something? You guys have a shot at the playoffs. We'll lose this game. We'll figure out how to lose it. And they did. But UCLA should have won that game. And I was just like, you know, I'm not sure if they're a better team than UCLA. I'm really not. And and that, and that's why Oregon showed enough to me during this season that I was like, no. Even when when when, when Kayvon was out there, I was like, he's a factor and he, he'll be playing on Sunday. But something's wrong with that defense. You know, you can't mm-hmm. you can't be struggling with Cal. You can't give up that many points to UCLA. I still think like a full a full scale healthy LSU versus a full scale Oregon, I'd like to see it. I don't know who would win that game. I think it's 60-40 Oregon, but that's 40% LSU. And anything can happen if you get out there and start playing the way they have the, the rest of the season. I don't know. It, it depends on who shows up. But that's more. I think that would be more of a game than Oregon versus even Ohio State again. Uh, Michigan would crush them. Uh, Alabama runs them off the field. Oregon versus Cincinnati might be a game. Yeah, I can see right. that being a game. Right. If Kayvon's going to get back there and then realize that uh, that quarterback is very mobile and he's not going to be around the sack. So it'll, it'll be a it, – that would be a game. I could see that being a game uh, of, of a great defensive line versus a, a sneaky, quick offensive line. Mm-hmm. But there aren't that many games that are really matchups in football when you think about it. It's much easier for a unranked or a 16-seed squad in basketball to beat a one – in basketball than it is in, in like a, you know, some nobody. I mean, App State showed Michigan what's up, but that doesn't happen that often. We're still talking about that 10 years, 20 years late. Well, 13 years later, right. because, you know, <laughs> it doesn't happen. Desmond Ritter's going to be saying good googly moogly when he says t- sees Thibodeau off the edge. Just going just gonna to say that. I, Memphis, you've yeah. been great. I know we, we went later than normal. Brother, uh, we're gotta continue to bring do, you only for you though only for you i know i appreciate it but look you're the fan favorite look they asked me they got on my ass last tuesday they they were like you son of a bitch and i'm like bro he was just on sunday like i i, I don't know what to tell you <laughs> so i'm like go back and watch sunday show and then all of a sudden i'm getting like two thousand notifications on facebook about and then they're asking you the question like it's live. And I'm like whatever, but you're fantastic as always. Tell everybody where they can catch all your all your great stuff. Hey, you can shows. catch me on, at Sports Radio America. Even though I'm taking a I'm, after after this show after this show, 
I'll see you all uh, next year. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's because I'm taking the last two weeks of the year. I don't off. blame you. I my wife is you. making me do it. I have to. You all have wives too. My wife's making me do it, man. We I got to get off. I got to get some R and R, and I'm gonna catch you guys right uh, right there at the beginning of the year uh, after some of those ball games. Memphis Spence, Blake Rafino, AYS playoff recap. Oopsie. I think that's a good idea. I think it's a I good think idea. That's a good too. idea. Right before that national championship game. It'd be good. Yeah. It'd be good. All yeah. right. Let's All right, my that. friend. We'll 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 talk to you soon, man. Have a good night. All right. Take care, my friend. That's our good friend Memphis Spence. Always just dude, fantastic, bro. Fantastic. All right, let's get to a couple questions. Let's do this. Since we are we normally don't go this like fire in your questions. Hashtag ask Blake. You got any more? Uh national signing day, early signing day. We're gonna have a big day tomorrow, obviously. With early signing day, guys, I still think that you're going to have a great core of guys that you're going to sign. So let's do this. Let's get to a very quick break, and then we'll get to all your questions. Fire all those questions. Hashtag Ask Blake inside the chat. If you've already put it, put it again if we missed it. Uh, that way we have it. None better than our good friends over at the Drake Williams Law Firm and our good friend John Patton over at GMFS Mortgage. Guys, have you been hurt? affected by Hurricane Ida, there's nobody better that you can call right now to help you with getting more money from your insurance company than the Drake Williams Law Firm at drakewilliamslawfirm.com. 985-386-7600. 985-386-7600. Real estate, titles, successions, you name it, they do it. DWIs, they got you. DrakeWilliamslawfirm.com. And my good friend, Mr. John Patton, over at GMFS Mortgage. Buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash-out refi. The timing has never been better. Get in touch with John Patton from Area Home Lending from GMFS Mortgage today. Purchase, refinance, build, or renovate. Nobody's better equipped. 225-614-1234. Tell them Blake Rafino since you own by. All righty. Let's get to these questions, y'all. Rob says, good to hear. Looks like a lot of traps are uh, all out around here. Uh, Jason says, Blake, basketball team is 10-0 and and number 19 in the country. That they are. Absolutely killing it. Absolutely killing it. Uh, and he also says, hashtag ask Blake, okay, man, spill the beans. Who are we going after OC and DC? Look, Brad White was interviewed. Sound like it was a, a fit that was not going to work mutual for Brian Kelly and uh, uh, Brad White, and they went their separate ways. Uh, OZ, OC, we keep hearing Mike Denbrock from, from Cincinnati, but look, this being the first coaching search that we've had under Brian Kelly, I, I don't know what to tell you. Do they go after this net, the, this first signing period and then start getting some of these hires in there? I don't know. Now, DJ Mangos was f- formally let go today. Do you keep somebody like Blake Baker or Andre Carter on the staff? Is Durante Jones going to be your next DC? Right now, I don't know what to tell you. What I will tell you is – is I think that Brian Kelly is doing some things to get some of these guys back from the transfer portal that he lost, possibly in Elias Ricks. What do you do? You know, there's a lot of chatter out there about Miles Brennan. You know, do you let Miles Brennan come back? Personally, I don't. I don't feel. You know, look, you know my piece on that. But can he bring some of those guys back? And then that way, you still have a lot of depth on this roster. Uh, move or a lot more. I see more depth on this roster moving in. But you got to be able to get these guys in here. You got to be able to get these guys in here. So for that reason, we'll, we'll see. 
Uh, Rick says, hashtag ask Blake is Denbrock. The UC still in play for LSU OC. Hope so. I really like him. I think there's a possibility. Uh, Tyler Mann says, uh, do you think that we get any surprise commits tomorrow? You know what, what, um, you know, what's funny about that, Tyler is, I, and look, this might not happen. This might not happen. By the way, everybody hit the like button and share. There's a lot of you still in there. Hit the like button, hit the share. If you're on Facebook, hit the like button, share to some groups. You're on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell. Um, why do I feel like Brian Kelly has something up his sleeve? And maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he really was trying to lock these commits down and other kids around this state down before he goes elsewhere. But why do I feel like we're going to get a surprise tomorrow? Maybe we do, maybe we don't. But I feel I, I, something this tells me to be on my toes and wait for something. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but we'll see. Can LSU convince Shaz Preston to flip from Alabama? I keep seeing everybody saying Ibietta. Okay, there we go. Ibietta, Landon Ibietta just committed to LSU. There you go. There you go. Boom. Shakalaka. Boom. Shakalaka. That's huge, man. That kid's good, y'all. That kid's good, man. I'm just telling you. All right, let's get a couple more, and then we'll get out of here. Bailey Jones says, hashtag Ask Blake, what do you think about our QB situation recruiting? Do you think we go after another one in the portal or stay with Howard? Well, I think that, you know, look, as much as I might not agree with it, I think that there's some smoke around this Miles Brennan thing. Um, do you get him to come back? Um, and, look, maybe you meet with them. Maybe you, they, you go your separate ways. But re- regardless of the fact, you got to get – either Miles has to come back for a depth perspective reason, compete for the job. But what if he comes back, he doesn't get the starting job, and then he goes elsewhere? And then he transfers again. Like, what happens then? So, we'll see. Uh, Jeremy says, hashtag Mary Flitmas. Uh, KC56 on YouTube says, hashtag Ask Blake, did Kelly move out Moffat and Raymond to get rid of the existing power behind the scenes? Existing power. Um, I don't know what you mean by existing power, uh, but I think that you, you're you going to see a clean slate. Guys, we had an issue at LSU, and sometimes you just got to you know wipe it clean and go from there. All right, last one. Uh, last two. Jason says Saban is seventy. You would think he'd uh, keep on, keep a handkerchief in his back pocket. Talking about him getting uh, eating his boogers. Everybody say he was he was you know getting something out of his teeth or whatever. Man, that man was eating his boogers. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, but this look, this Ibietta thing. Ibietta just committed to LSU. That's huge. That's humongous. Humongous. That kid can play, man. I don't care that, that kid's a three-star. Not at all. All right, guys, we will see y'all tomorrow. You guys have a good night. We'll have a big day tomorrow, early Sunday. day. We'll get a lot a lot done and a lot, uh, a lot to talk about then. So, see you then. Huge, huge day coming up. Y'all have a good night.
Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.